Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello, hello, hello. This is Private Talk Podcast with Alexis Texas, and we are back with another episode. That's right, guys, another episode of fun. I hope you guys are loving all these episodes. I'm having a lot of fun doing them. Um, today, I have the pleasure of having the lovely Zara on my couch. Give it up, give it up, give it up. It's like such a long applause. <laughs> How are you, love? How are you doing? I'm great. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for being here at the Private Talk podcast. Um, I appreciate you coming here. I know it's kind of one of those things. It's a new podcast, so nobody really knows what it is. But just the fact that you are enticed to be on my show and let Miss Texas know a little bit more about you, I'm really excited for you to be here. So let my listeners out there know from the Private Talk podcast out there. Let them know your background. Let us know a little bit more about you, Miss Zara. Okay, so... um, I was in the military for four and a half years. I uh, got out and I got to give you an applause for that. I'm a military brat. Are you? So I am. My parents, my dad did over 20 years. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my mom is an independent contractor in the military. She served, does all the food service mm-hmm. and all those things like that. My sisters is currently still in the military. There you go. So yes, I love all my military people out there. I awesome. appreciate you guys for serving and protecting. So thank you so much for that. Sorry for interrupting, but yes, continue. Um, So I served four and a half years active duty uh, Navy. I was stationed in Jacksonville, Florida, which I'm originally from California, originally from the Bay Area. So the the culture shock of going (laughs) from the Bay Area to Jacksonville, Florida was um, really bad. But uh, I was deployed right away, so um, it was cool. And I where did you get deployed to? My first deployment was to Japan. Um, an island off of mainland, Okinawa, and then I went up to Misawa for a little bit as well. What did you do in the military? I fixed airplanes, so okay. I was a mechanic um, on the P-3 Orion, which not a lot of people do. It's just an old World War You know II. that there are some private talk podcast listeners out there that are like, yes, that's really, keep talking. <laughs> you know, there's different, you know, fetishes You're for right. everybody. You know what I mean? The right. fact that a, a woman, you know, we get so stigmatized into mm-hmm. job careers that we're supposed to or this, that, and mm-hmm. the other. And the fact that you could do that as a woman, shout out to you. That's Thank that's you. a big thing. So I hope you guys are liking this uh, already because I know I am. So tell us more. Yeah. So um, I, I joined out of college. I was in college. And I really originally wanted to join the Peace Corps, but you had to have a bachelor's. And I just felt like I wanted real working experience. I wanted a career already. Like I loved to learn and I loved college and stuff like that, but I didn't want a classroom to determine my future. You know, I wanted to make my money right away. I just, I'm a Capricorn, so I'm a worker. You know, so I couldn't join the Peace Corps. So I decided to join the military. So that's how that happened. And um, so from the military, where did you go from that? So I decided um, I was going to get out the military because I wanted to model. Did you come back to California? I did not. Not where'd right you, away. OK, where'd you go? I went to Miami, somewhere with a little more Miami. culture after Jacksonville. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I went to Miami. With that big booty. Big booties always gravitate to Miami Yo, one way or another. Let me tell you something. It was really Miami, good for me. Atlanta, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's at that age. I mean, what, what year was that? So this was 2000. 17. Okay. So, yeah. so at that time, booties were all over the place. They were just, booties they were just like, yeah, there's yeah, an yeah. appreciation for booties. Because at one there time, is. it was like, 
all about big titties, big fake titties. titties, this, this, and this, you know. And I'm in that movement because of being in the in- adult industry, right. you know what I mean? I came in in 2007. Mm-hmm. So even in the beginning era of my of the porn days, it really wasn't that booty predominant, mm-hmm, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like people had booties and people, you know, did whatever, but it wasn't was like... It in? Yes, there wasn't yeah. like big like movie pictures or people were like, wow, she had a big ass. It was like, man, she's kind of big. Or, exactly, you know like I mean? you're like, automatically categorized as yeah, big. It didn't fit in. Like they're like, she's overweight. And like, no, yeah. I'm just curvy. And me being from Texas, I, I knew I embraced those curves, mm-hmm. but I didn't really know how to do that in like being in naked form because I was right. always comfortable in my skin always. And I'm like, this is me. This is all that you're going to get. Yeah. So shortly after me being in my business, it became like a thing. Yeah. So it's like you... I'm knowing sure the same, that. You, you, I would like to think so, <laughs> but who knows? But you, you know, having a big booty yourself, you go out there into Miami. Mm-hmm. What did that big booty do out there in Miami? Let us know. So Miami really embraced me. Like, what I, did you go out into Miami to do? Okay, so I went out to Miami to model, to start modeling. I had met somebody in a club out there. I was working part time, and they were like, "Hey, have you ever modeled?" I'm like, "Listen, I've been wanting to model forever. I've done a little bit here." And but what there. were you doing in the club? Were you is like was, a regular like a no, dance? Club? It was a dancing club. Okay, because mm-hmm. everyone tells sells sells you all kinds of dreams, so it's all like you never know what kind of modeling that they're really telling you to absolutely. do. Absolutely, absolutely. Sometimes you're like, oh, you're gonna do modeling. I'm gonna go in my house, and I'm not gonna pay you, and I'm right. gonna do like, yeah. So yeah. you doing all of that, knowing yeah. someone and saying, hey, let's just go model to Miami. Was it scary? Like, was it just like? I'm very a, a risk taker. I'd like to, well, my family would like to say I'm a risk taker. I, I call it calculated risk right. taking. Okay. But basically I was like, you know what? I'm going to leave this job that I have health benefits, paycheck first and the 15th and everything's taken care of. I'm going to leave that and follow my dreams is really what it was to me. Um, I didn't want to wake up one day and be like, I should have. I wish I would have. I wanted should've to try. I should have, would have, could. I just, I couldn't allow that. I couldn't be with myself and, and allow that to happen. So I went out to Miami um, and it was really difficult because I was very green. You know, I had never really been in the clubs like that. Did you go before. out there by yourself? Yes. Okay. So I went out there by myself. Um, I went and got a condo. Um, and you get a lot more for your money in Miami than you do out here. I will tell you that much. Really? I think it's about the same, no? Well, shit. I had like a t- 21st floor, 2-2 condo, beach view, wrap around. Living large out Living large out of Miami out here. You lucky if you can see somebody's roof. Like, <laughs> right? It's bad. but Depending on what area, that's definitely true. Yes. So, but yeah, Miami, I went out there by myself. I started modeling. I started doing butt modeling. Um, I just call it booty modeling, but, and it was not what I wanted to do. I was so upset about it. I was so, so upset about it. So what is, let private talk know what that means. What does butt modeling mean? Does that mean for like, again, a brand or people or like, like a Craigslist thing? Like how, like what does that mean? January, 2017, I started my Instagram and it was, you know, um, lingerie swimsuits how um, old are you may i ask next month i'll be 29 nice i like that i just yeah. asked because that's 2017 i feel like that's just like not like that was not that long ago that no. just to get an instagram when instagram had yeah. been around for so long yeah. yeah did you have something for a personal instagram yeah. or was that the first time you had a work yeah yeah that was a, profile i had a personal instagram. one this was my first okay. like 
That makes more sense. Because I'm like, how do you go? Where were you hiding? No, I, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I was around. I was around. Exactly. You went me. to Miami with that big ass. I knew yeah. you have something over there. Yeah. <laughs> and I and I do have a special uh, place in my heart for Miami, for sure. I do, too. You know, I, I have um, my family's from New York and they all fucking retire in Miami or Florida yeah. area. Or so I definitely, die. yeah, I definitely, uh, the snowbirds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I definitely have a lot of love for it. It's one of those things for me. It's like, it's also like I spoke in an earlier episode was that New York was very nostalgic for me in certain ways, but so is Miami. It's very, as much as I knew early on as, I couldn't really live there full time because it's like so much like everyone's on vacation. And as much as I respect that, like I'm still a hustler. I got to work. Right. And, you know, so it's, it's a big thing, you know, and a lot of people who are like from there don't really live like South Beach, whatever. They live like no. Fort Lauderdale and all the, exactly. like, good, the good yeah. places yeah, where yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, so you yeah. can keep you out of trouble. You just like drive to the exactly. trouble. Exactly. Same thing with L.A. Like I live, you know. I'm not going to actually tell private tech right, where I live right. for <laughs> safety reasons, purposes, but you know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but yes, you get what I'm saying. You get yes. what I'm saying. So you going to Miami, obviously you're sitting on the private talk couch right now. What did Miami do for your career? What, what was out there that like made you who exactly who you are today? Um, there was this guy. Oh, there's always that guy. There was this guy that sold me dreams. <laughs> I'll sure show a familiar story. Um, <laughs> you know, I say I do the boo button in in like in a respectfully aggressive way. I don't know how that progress like is because it's always that one guy that you hate, but it's also that one guy that took you to get where you still are today, right now. Because I always had that one guy as well, and you know, there's certain you know attributes and pat on your fucking head, back, whatever the fuck you want to say, on certain things, but there's a lot of things like you're still who you are and you're still successful and still current today because you, not because of anybody else. So Thank I you. get exactly what you're saying. But it's hard to, to really recognize or internalize. Of it course, really because is. as a woman, you know, we, like I said, I've, again, I, I express this a lot, I feel like, on my episodes, but it's like, because I'm in such a female-dominated industry, and you, you included, it's one of those things that we get shitted on by every single move and make you make you know move that you make. So it's like if you're right or wrong, you can never please everybody. But I stay true to who I am and mm-hmm. what I can do for myself and what makes me sleep good at night. And every year, it may change a little bit more. And who knows? Everybody, you know, you progress because that's what you're supposed to do as a human, you know right. what I mean? So it's like, but people sometimes get stuck in a persona of what you're supposed to be or who they thought you were. Mm-hmm. And that's what the, like the mix of, of like where we are in society and the problems that we have today and, and why we have stigmas like, you know, in our industries, as much as they are different, they overlap in a lot of ways because sure. it's the same men Social circle. and things like that as well. So with having all that stuff, let's talk more about where did Miami take you and lead you to Miss Zara now? Um, okay, so I started booty modeling, I call it, and I hated it. The Belfies got perfected. Yeah, and my family was just like so, I know they're ripping their hair out. They were trying not to make it too obvious, but I know for a fact they were like, this dumb bitch left the fucking military to go put her ass all over the internet, right? Like, I get it. Like, I I totally get it. You know what I'm saying? But um, (laughs) it was where I had to start, apparently. And it's where I put my foot in, and I embraced it, even though I hated it. And uh, Miami embraced me, and the world ended up embracing me, and I had no idea that that is where it was going to go. I could tell you, oh, when I picture myself, Years from now, I picture myself super successful. At what? I don't know. I'm a boss. I don't, I don't give a fuck. I'm, I'm going to be successful. 
right? But for it to be like people were so receptive towards me, it blew my mind. I was so at the end of the day, it's floored. a good feeling. And again, you know, yeah. it's one of those things that you you believe in yourself, and yeah. that's the best and the first thing that we should all do. Mm-hmm. But it's like you don't know where that belief goes further further than that. So if it's one fan, two fans, or whatever, just yeah. to have the appreciation and the value for someone to get that like reciprocation back is like. Yeah. It means more to than to our fans than they really know. Because for me, I'm like, mm-hmm. there's been times where I've had the roughest days and done whatever. And like for me, it's like I never take it out of my fans because at the end of the day, they're why I am who Alexis Texas is. Mm-hmm. So I never try to portray or let that come out into what I'm doing at that time. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, too, is that there are certain times where some of my fans have come and like stopped me in my tracks. And I'm like, Wow. I don't know if that was supposed to be like a, a, a God center, like whatever mm-hmm. it is, but it's like, it makes you like maybe for me, at least it's like humbling to be like, I'm real. There's real people out there that are being receptive to what I'm doing. And just to know that like you have that like people behind your back and just like supporting you, whatever those people exactly. are, you may not know their names or no. whatever the, the crowd, you know, the faces are blurry in the back, like that but people just, actually give a but fuck. Just, you like. know, they're still cheering you on and, <laughs> you know, and that's a big accomplishment, you know, and, and yourself included, like, where did you go from that fan base and like the, that notoriety that you felt like, where mm-hmm. did you take that? And what, like you said, you may not have known what you went out to Miami to be like, but what did you really want to be and where are you at now? So, uh, it created a platform. Um, at that time, it was, like, one of the biggest growing platforms the gentleman had ever seen. Um, like, I was as the fastest as Instagram? Growing, yeah, okay. as far as, like, my my specific page was, grew super crazy, crazy fast. So let Private Talk listeners out there, let us know what your, your Instagram page is. It's Zara Elise. It's pretty simple. Z-H-R-A-E-L-I-S-E. It's the one with the blue dot. Okay, Because girl. there's a lot of fake accounts out there, okay? There but is. It, this one, you know... Not that's that that matters deal. anymore, but it does matter though because I feel like it sets apart. Like, because there's a lot of, like you said, fake profiles, yeah. and not only do they just make a fake profile, what they like want things from our fan, from money, money, yes, this or whatever, yes. and it's like, and then it gets to the point when you meet someone in person, and they're like why did you do this to me? You took yeah, all my money. I'm like, what are you even was. talking about? They're like, well, Google Hangouts. I'm like, I don't even know what Google Hangouts is. No right. offense, but right. that's not me. And nor would I ever ask fans for money like that right. because not my thing. To each his own. But I'm sure you get the same thing. Is Am I not right? Yeah, like, absolutely. you get people, like, it's like the scamming of, yes. like, Instagram. So that blue check mark is more than you think it is. I guess you're <laughs> right. You're right when it comes to that. And it's very frustrating um, when it comes to people trying to use your name and put dirt on it. Eventually, like, eventually is what it happens. All you have in this is a reputation in this industry. So how yeah. many followers do you have out there right now? I have 1.2 million followers, um, but I would have a lot more if Instagram would not be on that bullshit with you the shadow, shadow banning. Oh, my God. I've been shadow banned, I think, on every account that I own. I, it's unfortunate. So it's it's like they control our money that way, and it's that's what's even more angering. It's like, as an entrepreneur, how are you going to now put caps on what we can do? Well, some would argue... As an entrepreneur, which I'm sure one Instagram person was at that time, how could you put a cap and you're making money and I'm not seeing a dime from it? So that's why I feel like that's why they're kind of edging and seeing where the new like money is going and all these apps that are making money from it, that they're like, where's mine? So I feel like they're that's like why. the biggest platform. Yeah, they but have the money. 
but you but i mean but i mean it's still a money driven thing sure. regardless of what it is and if it's because they're, they're on a free base platform and again i'm not agreeing with what it is i'm mm-hmm. just saying how economics works and like everything is is money driven yeah and that's why if somebody else is doing it why be the last to do it when i have the biggest platform that there right. is you know and it's unfortunate but that's the thing is like because there's such a stigma and not a stigma but a whole new revolution of you know, YouTube uh, influencers to social media influencers to all these things, you know, there's so many different avenues. It's like everyone wants their cut. So Mm -hmm. it's like everyone wants their what's not, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, it's, it's like I said, it's all money driven. Then, I mean, I mean, they said that pay for promotion. I mean, if you, even if you pay for promotion, they they don't care. So it's, I don't know, whatever. I'm waiting for the next big thing to come out. So you do, there are other platforms like OnlyFans and things like that. Yes. You have an OnlyFans. I do have OnlyFans. I've had one for a year and I will say is the best fucking thing. So tell Private Talk <laughs> Podcast, they know that I have an OnlyFans. Tell us what, what your OnlyFans is. Promote it. Tell us what you give on your OnlyFans. Tell us a little bit more about that. Well, my OnlyFans, uh, it has a lot of content that is not I true. want the truth! <laughs> you gotta tell us the truth, bro. Okay, it has um, a lot of content that isn't on Instagram, whether it's pictures or videos. Um, and as far as I go, you'll have to find out when you subscribe to my OnlyFans. And it is Zara Elise underscore. Are you catfishing people over there? Are you giving them the goods? Or are you like... Giving them I'm, that subscription making, basis and they don't know after the month. Come on, because oh, I, I have run, an OnlyFans too. I don't, I don't run my shit. Private talk. I here's you. I don't. I don't run my shit, so I don't know. Girl, <laughs> girl, you're talking. You're talking about. You're talking about an OnlyFans <laughs> enthusiast over here. I like the whole reason why I changed a lot of my stuff is I, I have an OnlyFans account myself and yeah. I, I run it and I love it and Do it's you? one of those things that it is a it's a big job. It's a big right. It's yes. Yes. But it's definitely another gateway, like I'm saying, with like Instagram saying, hey, no, we're going to do this. But you can't even promote almost like the promotion. Which is how you have to be with it. But you know what? I will say I have to admit I was looking at your Instagram before the show and and I was looking at your stuff and I apologize that I didn't know what it was before. But I was a little jealous. I'm not going to lie, because someone like yourself, who is a beautiful woman who, like you said, you've went from the military then you went to like in the whole like the booty modeling to all these things now is you can post way more racier things and get away with it than i can really if my butt would to post the things i saw your last post and i was really hypnotized by it i'm not gonna lie <laughs> but i'm just saying i would get shut down like they like instagram has no they're so biased and there's so things that that's why i've had to find other platforms to let me like do certain things and i still love instagram and that's why for me i keep it pg on things like that yeah. but if I were to post 90% of what you post and not saying that what you're posting is bad at all. Right, right. Is that I would be shut down. I was like, that is not fair. And there's other I'm girls so that sad post because I'm so sad because my butt is like is a glorious thing out yes, there. And I feel like it should be known to the world Absolutely. to see. And if Instagram, you know, and I don't need the likes, haters. Just let them see. Because yeah. back in the day, it was like I couldn't be on the popular page. But the things that were the girls were doing that I was fans of. Coco being one of them would mm-hmm. be on the popular page in a slingshot. And right. I posted something that had like booty shorts that was more thicker. And they're like, oh no, we ha- you're doing a privacy protection, that whatever the fucking guidelines right. are. Right. And I'm like, really? I'm like, what did I do? I didn't yep. even show anything naked. Nope. Like I've been so PG. Do you, I mean, again, I have to be PG too, but that is not PG. Don't you lie. I <laughs> want the truth. 
Although there that, are other that women. slingshot was not PG. There, there are other women that show a lot more than I'm allowed to. And what they're doing for me is they're just blocking my reach and my traffic. They're not even necessarily saying, hey, take this down or um, disable so never, anything. So you've never gotten that they notice saying like this this photo is uh, against guidelines of Instagram, whatever the fuck. Maybe a while ago, but sometimes it happens to stories. Even more why I'm jealous. But I'm jealous. It's annoying. It's super annoying. Because but could you see like how the comparison of someone like yourself, because myself included, I feel like I'm the queen of Belfies. I mean, my ass, not to like talk about my ass in the third person, but it's like top three <laughs> in the fucking game. So why not be the game of like the Belfies things? But someone as beautiful as yourself and having a great booty like too is like, I looked at your pictures and I was like, man, she's hot. But man, why can't I post that? Like, I felt the one this that bitch. The, really got, the one that really got me was the booty in the palm trees. I was like, man, that's hypnotizing. Which one? I think it was like, I kind of like look back like a creeper. Like oh, I said, I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was, you know what I'm saying? It's like, but just things like that. It's like, that's a beautiful art okay. thing. It's not that you're doing anything taboo. And that's why, like, for me is why I put like, I convey the porn industry for me was my art how yeah. I expressed my sexuality and I was comfortable in my own skin and showing that to the the world mm -hmm. so that's why I like when I see those things I'm like that's the same thing and why I love like how even with the social media like even though it has our like you know it's getting to the point where we're butting heads it's yeah. like it's also given us a platform for women like yourself too is like I love it. All women hustlers, like girl, like do your thing. Like mm -hmm. I, I'm not hating. I'm not reporting your photos. I'm not that girl. No. I've been reported, but like that's what I'm saying is like I appreciate like someone like yourself that being in your own skin and feeling comfortable to show those photos to yeah. get. You know what I mean? Like that's your brand. Like it's social media has made us be like you can be a brand ambassador on all kinds of things and make money and revenue streams on other platforms and things it's like beautiful. that. Beautiful. It's really beautiful. So with that being said, do you have any brands that you are ambassador for? Um, right this second, I'm working with a cannabis line. Um, but other than that, I have my own shit going on. Let us know what that own shit oh, is. Oh, also though, hold on. Also though, I will be am being an ambassador for Zamaica. Um, it's a band for Carnival in Jamaica. I do Jamaica Carnival every year. Nice. Um, That's so one thing on my on my bucket list. I want to do. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So well, hey, you know what? You I'm can a, come I'm, with me. I I will come with you. Frenchie has to be invited too because I can't uh, go anywhere without Frenchie in those situations. I, I get into. Uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> he's my he's my gatekeeper. <laughs> all right, all right. He can come too. But yeah. But yeah. So that's other my than that, I have my own shit going on. Um, like my own merch. I'm gonna be dropping that for Art Basel in Miami. I don't know if you've ever been, but if you haven't, you should go. Wonderful art. So, music, what are you dropping? Everything. I have um, sweatshirts, t-shirts. I have my own cannabis line. Coming Where can out the private that. talk uh, audience find that uh, merchandise? Well, at first, you can only find it at Art Basel. But oh, then so you're doing a private on, release. It's gonna be a private release. Oh, nice. Yeah. And then after that, they can find it whatever website, Online. whatever exactly. you do. Exactly. That's awesome. Yep. Very cool. So, yeah. is there anything other than that that you're dropping that your merch that you have going on currently? Whatever project you're working on? Um, just my marijuana, my merch, and I'm working on some lingerie. Okay, girl. Okay, get I it. Get you in there. <laughs> I like it. I love it. I want more of it. So I have a question. Did you know anything about me before you came here at the private talk? Um, I knew that you were in the porn industry prior, and that's about it. I knew that you wanted to have a voice other than just being looked at for that, and I'm totally in support of that because, like I said, I started with booty modeling. It's not what I wanted. I wanted glam. I wanted high fashion. I wanted 
uh, makeup. I want, you know what I'm saying? So I can appreciate wanting to cross over. Of course. I appreciate yeah. you being here. With that being said, like how you said, like the booty modeling, it wasn't something you wanted to start in, but mm-hmm. it's something that you got your start in. Yeah. Did you ever find haters across the way that other booty models that were like, oh, bitch, my booty is better than yours or, or trying to like, oh, my followers are more. Or did you ever get that? You know, because in my industry, there's <laughs> there's cattiness to a point, but yeah. you don't really see a lot of it because you don't see each other as much on set. You know, you, you see each other through social media stuff. And sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, with gatherings and things over the year, you know, over the, not the year, through the year, mm-hmm. you see, you know, you see them, whatever. Yeah. But for the most part, I feel like it's kind of much, a lot of love. Yeah, yeah. Um, honestly, I live a pretty drama-free life. Um, I haven't really had too many negative encounters with uh, other women, other people. Uh, do I hear things about myself? Sure. But um, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I, I don't really care what the fuck other people are doing, to be honest with you. That's a good, that's a good mindset to have in in an industry that, you know, that you're in is because there's so many people out there, you know, even regardless of how many followers and likes and things that we do get, we also Mm -hmm. get the back end of the negativity, like the comments and things like that. How do you deal with the negative comments? Do you deal with that or do you just say, fuck it, I don't care, I'm who I am and what it is? Sometimes there'll be like that one loser in their mom's basement that puts that one comment that just boils your skin. And their shit's on private too, you know what I'm saying? Like you can't even see who the fuck this is. But I have been guilty of possibly responding to a couple of those. Yes. But for the most part, I try to just, you know, keep it positive. Keep it positive. Keep I know. It. I I mean, I'm a, I attest to there's been times where sometimes you have a bad day and you look at something and you really want to take it out on the person that you were mad at, but you see this one message and you're like, you know what? And you really give it in. And then after an hour later, you're like, really? Did I really should have done that? Because right. it really doesn't mean as much, but that's the thing is. And then you either hear like, oh, no, they really were a fan or... They just want to hear, like, the, like the negative, like, side of it. But that's why, for me, I'm really much into, like, the energy, the empowerment of whatever it is. Is like, you know, there's too many bad things in the world going on for me to hate on fucking the small shit. Like, it's, you know, it's to each his own. Whatever works for you may not work for me. And maybe it does. Yeah. You know, we find a common ground on certain things. And even not, we can still, you know, we're all people at the end of the day. I think we're all, like, it's important to embrace our individuality with that being said, especially in a in a industry like this so there's a lot of conflict of um i feel like a lot of personal conflict of morals and and where how you handle yourself in the industry versus how you're going to be able to still maneuver and do you think that you've been challenged with that because of the instagram like stigma of who people think that you are absolutely 100 percent um i think i think it's crazy i went from a male dominated like military environment which I dealt with that a lot, and I actually feel it prepared me to deal with this industry because there are some things that are very similar. And um, people automatically think, oh, I'm down to fuck and this and that just because of the pictures I post. But like you said, it's art. For me, it's art. You know, I, I don't try to do anything raunchy. You know, it's so. a persona. It's one of those yeah. things is like, again, it's the, the female body is a beautiful thing. Absolutely. And I feel like if we want to portray it how we want to, to each his own. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like just because how we portray ourselves doesn't mean that we needed to have eluded um, stigmas around mm-hmm. that. It's just like how we want to. Now, how we approach each individual when we encounter each other is a little bit different. But, mm-hmm. you know, that's how I say. Mm-hmm. So with that, um, what is your relationship status right now? 
single <laughs> single are you ready to mingle or are you out there finding oh, no, yourself fuck mingling. i'm tired of this shit <laughs> you're tired of mingling you're looking for the one no no i'm 2020 savage mode i'm, I'm tired of this tell private talk what savage modes means well i'm a little nervous of savage mode because i feel like once you turn that switch can you turn it back off you know what I'm saying? Only you can answer that question. I don't know. That's why I haven't turned it on yet. But what you said, 2020, you're 2020, about to turn that I'm savage mode on. By the balls. <laughs> you better watch out, private talk. You heard it here. Zara's grabbing everything by the balls. By the balls. Everyone or everything? Well, whatever needs to be grabbed. Whatever happens, whatever <laughs> happens. I like that. All right. So with that, I feel like it's a great segue to uh, go into my game, Truth with Texas. Do you think that you're ready for a little bit more risque part of this segment sure Are i'm you down you ready mm -hmm. is there any questions that you want to ask me before we get into this because i feel like i've you know I've, I've questioned you i want you to feel comfortable with the next segment we're going into so if anything you want to get off your chest and ask miss texas please feel free no I'm we're cool about to do you. truth with texas <laughs> do you think All you're right. ready for this game oh i'm ready all right <laughs> i'm excited for this this is my favorite part of the show I believe all right let's get to it Ace of Diamonds. All right, diamonds is my spicy question. Uh -oh. Are you ready to get spicy with the Private uh -huh. Talk podcast? Yep. All right. Have you ever had sex in a public restroom? Yes. <laughs> Where? At a restaurant. <laughs> Which Can one? we stop? <laughs> no, we cannot. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> this is what we want to know, Zara. This is why we want to get private with Miss Texas. Just let, it, just let it out. You know, <clears throat> I feel like, you know, the best part of therapy, what my, my, my uh, private talk podcast is like therapy. Oh. Let it out. So what happened at this restaurant? Which Nothing. restaurant was it? It was a good one. Did you, go, did you go, like, on the sink? Did you get bent over? Did you go in the boys' restroom, the girls' restroom? Next card. <laughs> <laughs> you can't tell me anything? Oh, I could tell you. I don't need to tell them, though. <laughs> oh. I want the truth! Nothing? Okay. All right. I actually, I'll tell you a story of mine then. My first public bathroom experience was when I was in college. And I, um, it was actually the bar I worked at. And it was the bar back. And I was a shot girl at the time. And I was not working, but we definitely, like, sneaked off in the bathroom. And I got picked up on the sink, got fucked in the bathroom. And it was the best experience ever, especially when you walked out and there was, like, 20 people in line. And you walk out and it's a guy and girl. Yes, applause to me. <laughs> it's okay. Don't be shameful about restaurant sex. Sometimes you need to get it in. Sometimes you need to get it in. I just wanted to make you feel comfortable. Like, you know, I want you to share your stories like I'm sharing mine. Are you ready for the next car? <laughs> Look now you're scared. Your 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 voice is getting a little backed up over there. Sorry, don't don't get scared. Don't get scared. All right, here we go. What's next? Ace of clubs. Ace of clubs. All right, it's kinky. Okay. I don't know if you're ready for kinky. Well, kinky's relative. <clears throat> All right, I'll ask this, and I feel like this is a safe one for you. Okay. What's the biggest age difference between you and a partner ever? It was like 23 years. 23 years apart? Yeah. 
was it was it the first like was what was the experience like was it like you were just like all in did you like hey this is better than i've ever expected nah i didn't feel like that you were just like fuck i was just what like, am i doing wow you look good <laughs> <laughs> you're like you just got it like, on i would have never known yeah so you got shown things you've never known before i didn't say that well, the way you just talked. I don't know. You know, you know, I was like kind of expecting a little bit more, I guess, for the age difference. So it was know? stale. It was, yeah, I guess. So. You showed him things then. No, I mean, I didn't want to, you know, embarrass him. <laughs> you, it was just mediocre. It was cool. You it know? was good. He, he looked good. Yeah. Yeah. So that helped a lot. A lot. A lot. That happens a lot, though, too. It's just like when guys wear like baseball hats, when they take it off, sometimes like, yeah. it's called being hat fished. I I like that hat fish. Yes, private talk. Looks you heard better it. Hat, with fished. A hat Everybody, yeah. It's deceiving. It's re- it really is fucked up. It really is hat fished. Yeah, that's when you just put your face in the pillow. Oh, <laughs> that works too. <laughs> hat fished. <laughs> All right, let's get on to the next okay. question. So nervous. I like it. Ooh, that's my favorite. Ace of Spades is a naughty question. And Aren't they all naughty? We're all a little naughty, <laughs> but I feel like it's the naughtiest. Okay. All right. It's not even that naughty. Oh. I feel like I'm going to make it like vanilla naughty for you. Oh, thanks. <laughs> you seem so scared. I want to give you a hug, but you're so far away. I know. You want to light the blunt yeah. back up? Yeah, yeah. Let's okay, see. let's do that. Let me make you feel safer in life. I feel like, you know, weed makes me feel safer. But I still want to ask you this question when I like okay, this. Here, let you like this. Oh, okay. That'll make you, let's, let's make you comfortable with the private talk uh-huh. podcast. Uh, go ahead. So when is the last time that you've sent a sexy picture, a naked picture, to somebody? Probably this week. This week? Yeah. Full naked. Or was it just like what you post it was on like Instagram? like a back shot. But were you naked? Yeah. Did you see anything other than everything? But your ass. Everything. Big, but your Ever. ass. Is, well, you were bent over a little then. bit. Yeah. Yes, because I have big cheeks, and I know that unless you're bending over, you're not seeing shit. Well, I was bending. You were bending. Did you spread? Hey, 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 hey. I'm asking. I didn't really need to. I was just. You know, so you got it like that. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. All right. Can we know your Instagram one more time? <laughs> Private Talk wants to know. We want to see the pictures that are like the PG ones because they're better than that. Because like I, I mean, hey, you're you not know. even telling me what it is, but I can fantasize. Tell us. You got to leave something to the imagination. I see? agree with you, but that's why you said that you sent it to your partner. Yeah, that's Wait, why not I, a partner. Well, whoever you're having. the only seen. person I actually ever send naked pictures to because you can't trust these. So what do you out here. what do you call that person? Uh, lucky. <laughs> <laughs> So he's like your side <laughs> bitch. Yeah, basically. Like nice. the main side. Nice. So he gets the ones that like when you're experimenting for the ones on Instagram and you're like, no, but like, you know, that's when you're really, or you're feeling yourself that when time. When I'm feeling myself. When you're feeling you yourself you're after feeling the yourself? Instagram pictures Yo, and you're like, hey. Yes, yes, exactly. Does that happen a lot? Uh, it should happen more. I can see it in your eyes. You want to tell me yes? <clears throat> I feel like after this conversation yeah. on my podcast, we're going to have a real heart to heart and you're going to tell me a lot that I like to hear. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, let's get Sounds to the last good. question. Okay. Hearts. Heart. It's romantic. Mm. Are you ready for the romantic question? Yeah. All right. Do you think that you are a good kisser? No. No. <laughs> Hold on. Why did 
don't you think you're a good kisser? I don't like to kiss. Are you like pretty women that like to kiss? Like why? What's the no kissing thing? Like you seem like a sensual woman. Like every woman likes to have intimacy uh, of certain things. Not with like everybody, right, obviously. Right. But if you're like into someone, like I feel like that's the number for me. But that's what I say. Like for me, the first part of intimacy is kissing. If you're not a good kisser, I don't want to fuck with you. Yeah. Because that's the same way. It's like. You can't fuck me the way I want you to fuck me. Right. I automatically already know that. And there's different styles of kissing, but if you guys' styles match, then so why don't you don't why don't you think you're a good kisser? I, I mean, I guess it's not that I'm a, not a good kisser. I just am very particular about who I kiss, so I don't kiss that often. Is what I should say. So I feel like you know you get rusty. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I need to kiss more. Basically. You should kiss more. All right. I think I'm going to give you an experiment. You should, like, kiss at least 10 people, male or female, of your choice, by the end of the year. Ah, that's way too many. By New Year's <laughs> Eve. That's my birthday. That's way your too many. Your birthday is New Year's Eve? Yeah. That's fascinating. It is? That is. Oh. How do you, like, feel about celebrating your birthday with it's shit? Like, I feel like I have a, my grandpa and my cousin birthday was on Christmas mm -hmm. and it's like, they always like, they feel like they got gypped because of presents. Sure. It's like, you always have to like share with Jesus, something, whatever. That's crazy. And right. you don't want to fuck with Jesus cause you nah. know, so you know, you have to share. Right. And you, they so try to the give same you like thing a with two for one and you're like, yo, New Year's Eve is about me and Christmas is about Jesus. So like, you know, it's what different. was your favorite birthday? Was it always around New Year's Eve? My favorite birthday is. One I spent in Kenya, probably. Yeah. <laughs> I like to try to go to different countries on my birthday because the U.S. is so whack when it comes to New Year's Eve and it being my birthday. I get it. Yeah. So you All can right. come, though. I would love that. Yeah, you can. We'll yeah. go out there. I don't have any plans yet. Oh, perfect. I am your plan. Nice. <laughs> Take charge. I love that. See, now we're getting to the real you. I like it. See, towards the end of this, I told you I would know that I, we're going to be best friends after this. You're going to tell me all these secrets that you wouldn't tell me now, but you should tell us here at Private Talk Podcast. Maybe we'll have you on next season, too, and we're going to, like, yeah. then you really Crack feel comfortable. Open. You're really feel yeah. comfortable with me. But thank you so thank much you. for being a part of Private Talk Podcast. Thank you so much for giving... As much as you wanted to give to me. But again, it's like, you know, it's a learning lesson for both of us. You got to feel as comfortable as you want to be in mm -hmm. whatever private talk likes. We love you as always. So let us know your Instagram, whatever we can see yeah. you, what you have coming next. Let us know before we get out of here. Okay. So uh, Miami, the first week of December um, into like, yeah, that whole week. I will be out there. Art Basel. Art Basel, for Art sure. Basel. And you're coming. Art Basel. And you're coming. And it's a glorious experience. So, And then my Instagram, Zara Lise. And my Twitter, Zara Lise underscore. And my OnlyFans is Zara Lise underscore. You better promote that shit, yeah, girl. Hell yeah. Make that money. Hell yeah. All right, Private <laughs> Talk. Thank you so much for listening, subscribing, and being a part of this journey with me. I hope you enjoyed my guest because I know I did. Next time, let's see who's coming next with the Private Talk podcast. Thank you guys so much. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? 
That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.